So the first thing I wanted to do was just introduce you to all of my people because they're not going to know anything about what you do. So <laughs> I'd like to talk about that first and just kind of your channel, how you got into what you're doing and, and all that stuff. Okay. So I decided like five years ago that there was not a lot of people on YouTube, females specifically who were into CrossFit, but also had like a full-time job. Um, just more like realistic vlogs. Cause I think sometimes, you know, like we were talking about Casey Neistat and people up there on that level, it's often not very realistic. And a lot of women especially can't relate to that. So I started making a YouTube channel, just documenting daily life stuff, including fitness, nutrition, and it just kind of like spiraled into being something I absolutely love to do. And then I started making more videos per week, um, doing more competitions. I competed in weightlifting and CrossFit competitions and people just seem to really like it. Like the most watched videos are always me eating, like full <laughs> days of eating and anything that's just vlog style, like very mm -hmm. hang out with me style videos. And that's kind of what I do on my channel. Just a lot of a lot of variety, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I think that's been the most difficult thing for me is to show people that I'm not just into one thing. Like, yeah. yes, I mean, my channel is what it is and it's about what it is, but there's, I think then a lot of people assume yes. you only do that. There's nothing right. else. And you're like, no, I want to show you everything else, but yeah. you don't care about it. Right. Like, like, exactly. Yeah. yeah that's it, what I tough. feel like. You get into like this bubble yeah. and you want to be able to branch out and show people like that was something I learned about you about the music. I didn't know that, but mm -hmm. for somebody like me, I think that's cool. Yeah. Like I would like to learn more about people other than their niche or whatever yeah. they post on YouTube, you know? And I think that comes with just having your core audience because it depends on what happens on YouTube too, because a lot of my views are like a lot of search stuff, which you, which I'm is sure how, yeah, you I get the you. same, yeah. but then you're like, those people might watch for the information, but they're not there necessarily to be all about like, what are you doing mm -hmm. and you as a person? So right, it's, right, it's right. finding those core groups of people that want to follow along and then, yeah. So what were you doing? Were you working then full-time too at the beginning when you started that? Yeah. And I wanted to start getting into nutrition coaching, but I didn't really know how and CrossFit coaching as well. So I started working at a CrossFit gym down in Florida. Um, I moved a couple times there, switched gyms. And I just realized that I liked helping people in a different way. Um, initially I wanted to go full into law enforcement. And then as I started in that career, I just, it just wasn't what I had initially thought. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to still do something that helped people, but this was kind of a different way to do that, you know? So that was how I started getting more into teaching people. I really love teaching, mm -hmm. which is, I think probably you feel the same way, which is why you like doing tutorials or educational yeah. style videos. So that was how I got into that. And then I was doing that full time. And then I decided that I wanted to do nutrition full time. And I did it on my own for a while. And then I got hired with um, Black Iron Nutrition, which is a company based out of Reno, Nevada. And the owner actually used to be uh, the owner of Donuts and Deadlifts, which is like a kind of popular, I would say CrossFit style, but like lifting gym style clothing company. Mm -hmm. And so she started Black Iron Nutrition and it's grown over the last two and a half years that I've been with them. And so that's my full-time job now, but I coach at um, my fiance's gym here in, uh, I guess it's Bettendorf technically. Um, and I just kind of do that. So now it's not necessarily like I worked at a law firm for a period of time too. And I was like, I cannot sit at a desk yeah. from nine to five. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Well, and that's the interesting thing about me and teaching was I was always like, I could never be a teacher. Like when I went to school for music, every one of my professors was like, you need to get your teaching 
degree, like just in case. And I'm like, I'm not a teacher. I'm just not good at it. I didn't think I was any good at teaching yeah. anything. And then all of a sudden, years and years later, I'm like, I'm teaching. You're things. teaching people yeah. how, to, how to take care of their lives. <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting. So you said, though, you grew up in Florida. Were you like kind of an outdoor type of kid at the beginning or no? Not even in the slightest. Yep. I mean, I still wouldn't even consider myself like I don't do camping. Yeah. Like doing my lawn is about the most outdoors I get. Uh, but it is much more enjoyable up here in the Midwest, in my opinion. In, in Florida, there really is no like outdoor life. Yeah. If you are, it's mostly on the water. And I get really bad motion sickness. So mm -hmm. boats and anything of that kind of outdoor activity was like a no for me. Yeah. So I didn't really do anything like that. I was mostly into theater, like musical theater. We did dance, piano, singing. That was my whole mm -hmm. child childhood until, you know, I became an adult and then yep. just did it for fun. <laughs> My wife has a theater degree, so yes, I yeah. love that for her. Yeah. But <laughs> that was kind of how I was too. Honestly, like I, I liked being outside in the cooler parts of the year, but yeah. then I was like, nope, summer and it wasn't even that hot in Minnesota. Like it gets hot too, but it's I, just, people say it's humid up here, but I, I personally disagree just from what I was yeah. used to. Well, like, Florida humidity, yes. Yeah, totally yeah. different. It depends on the time. Like you'll notice here once all the corn gets out corn. every day and it's hot and because of literally the corn is sweating like humidity into the I air. I just think so. that is the coolest thing ever. Like when I first, my very first time in Iowa seeing the cornfields, it was just like, I was so in awe of that just because, yep. you know, when you lived in Florida, you just have flat land and palm trees. That's it. You got mm -hmm. nothing else. And then you come to this and you're just like, oh my God, there's a whole nother world down here in the yeah. Midwest. So what was that transition like for you? Obviously, it's a huge difference in climate and, yes. you know, culture and everything, even though... Within the U.S., people don't necessarily think that there's a lot of differences, but there are definitely. Oh, so, yeah. like, I, I now finally understand, like, the Midwest memes. I get them. I get the lawn care memes. I didn't understand because it, it really is a thing. Midwestern dads and their lawns, that is a true a true thing that mm -hmm. I learned and just like the general niceness of people. I think that transition made it very easy for me because I wasn't used to the politeness of people. Um, but the climate, I think it was just really the biggest thing, mm -hmm. mostly because of just the darkness. It wasn't even so much the cold that didn't bother me as much as it, like the sun was setting at three 30 yeah. and I was like, Oh my gosh, yes. it was just weird coming from sunshine all the time. To yeah. That that really affected me mentally a lot more than I, than I expected it to. Yeah. That's something I deal with still. Like every year it, it gets to me no matter what. By, yeah. the, by the time we get to like mid-January-ish, like I'm like, oh, okay. when is this going? I either need <laughs> to go somewhere that it's sunny or something's got to happen here because it's not good. No, that's yeah. how I felt. I got that way in the beginning of February. Like there would be a little bit of sun and I was like, oh my God, please come yeah. home, please. Yeah. And then it just, nope. Mm -mm. And here you kind of get like little teases of yes. everything and then it goes back for like a week yes. of the worst and you're like, uh. So the weather here is so interesting. Yeah. Okay, so... Then when you actually moved here, how does that basically how it started was just you saw everybody in the neighborhood was like taking care of everything and you're like, I need to learn this stuff too. Yeah. Basically, I'm assuming that's how it went. But Pretty much. And I also, I'm a very clean freak kind of person. I like my home to look nice, my car to look nice. It's just, it's aesthetically pleasing to mm -hmm. me. And I just realized that when we moved into this house, the prior owner didn't 
it, it didn't look like my neighbor's lawns. I'll just say that. And I kind of built a relationship with them and I started asking them questions. I'm like, what are you doing out yeah. there all the time? You know? And they started telling me and they were like, Oh, you need to do this with your lawn. And they, luckily they were so nice, Midwestern nice, of course. And they just told me, you know, like, Oh, you really need to get this company to fertilize for you. You need to get on a mowing schedule. Meanwhile, I'd never mowed a day in my life. So I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> what kind of mower do I get? I didn't know anything. So I asked them and they, they were so helpful. And I went out to, um, one of these like little mower stores and I'm like, I don't know what to buy. Mm -hmm. And you know, they were having a field day with me cause they yeah. were telling me all the things. <laughs> I was like, yeah. okay. So I just started picking it up. And then once I realized, you know, like I was telling you before about the vacuum lines, mm -hmm. I, people would make fun of me with how much I vacuumed my old house in Florida. They'd be like, you just vacuumed. I'm like, no, 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 but the lines are not fresh. And so I see the translation <laughs> yep. to my lawn. I'm like, and I'll be walking now and I find myself being like, oh my God, that lawn looks like crap. <laughs> I was going to ask you that if, because I do a lot of where I'm constantly driving around and then like looking like, Oh, they shouldn't be doing that. Yes, like, I yes. don't want to, you know, I'm not going to tell them because they're probably not going to listen to me anyway, but that thing happened. That happens to me all the time. But once oh, yeah. you start noticing, you just do. It, you do. It, and yeah. it, what's funny to me too is my following. Like you were talking about the core followers. I really value them because I feel like I do have quite a large group of them who have been around for so long and they've seen me kind of go through these changes. And when I started posting about the lawn care, the amount of people now that DM me, they'll like send me pictures of this lawn. They'll be like, look at this lawn. Yeah. Or like, like, look at these stripes. Or look how crappy this lawn job is. And I just think that is so funny now that like they know yep. that I'm so into it. So now that it makes them think about it essentially, which I just think is so cool. Yeah. So what was that like the first time that you actually did the mowing? <laughs> And that whole experience. I'm sure we wish we had like video of that. I right do. Now. Okay. Uh, of course I'll, I do. Yeah. I'll send you the clip as yeah. it was hysterical. It was actually Austin's mom was teaching me how to do it. And my, you know, I'm all like mm -hmm. all over the place. And I, and as I got one stripe, they were all excited. And I looked back and I was like, that was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was all messy. <laughs> so it took a while for me to get it. And then I learned, you know, you have to alternate your patterns. And then I learned how to do the diagonal. So it was a journey, but I, I think it was just practice, like mm -hmm. with anything, you know, I was terrible at it when I first did it. The edging, that was also a newfound yep. technique. Yeah. You were just talking about that when yeah. I got here that you, you're getting into the edging part now, which is like the next graduated step of yes. just mowing. Then we need to get to the edging and make it look even better. But it is, I just made a video on that not that long ago. Cause I was like, if you really want to take care of all the details, yep. those are the little things that you can do. For the sure. edging makes a huge difference. It yeah. really does. And I had had some like dead grass that was stuck in the sidewalk. So I was out there with an ice scraper, mm -hmm. just scraping it all out. Dave was like, what are you doing? I'm like, listen here, yep. this, this, this edging has to be pristine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the first time or the first videos that you ever watched as far as lawn care videos on YouTube? Well, they were yours. Um, <laughs> oh God, what was the first one? I don't know if I recall the actual first video, but they were like from a couple years ago. They mm -hmm. weren't recent ones. Cause I, I do that. If I find someone's channel, I like to go back and look at their older videos. Cause a lot of times there's topics on there that you haven't covered in a while. Yes. Or, yep. So I did some older ones. Um, one of the, the ones I really liked is the first, the first mowing of the seasons. Um, I think you had some like ending of last fall that I really liked, but the actual tutorial ones of like how to overseed, how to stripe your lawn, how to, those how to mm -hmm. ones were probably the most, the initial ones that drew me yep. to your channel. Okay. I just like to learn that kind of stuff though. I'm more of like yep. a how to kind of person. Cause I always am interested in hearing from people who have discovered it and then like, what was the first stuff, but also like, what was the initial reaction? Cause some people are like, 
really like what are they doing they're filming themselves doing you yeah. know some people oh, are yeah. like this mm-hmm. is weird and then yeah. there's other people who get it yes. probably because of your youtube side too that you like and your drone the the editing yeah. i i can really appreciate that because you do have a lot of informative content where you're speaking and that that's even hard for me as a youtube channel like i know that you lose people quickly yes. if you're just talking for yeah. 20 minutes straight yeah. so i really liked that you were able to input like other clips on top of it like the b-roll i liked your drone own footage. I like time lapse. I have a personal appreciation for that. Um, I think, do you do color grading yourself or do you apply LUTs or pretty much? I'm just for the most part when I'm out doing my filming of the yard, I'm just using the natural profile okay. on there. But then like if I do cool cinematic stuff, I'll, I'll color it a little. I thought or, so. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I, I'm always looking at that stuff too. Like sometimes yep. when I watch people's videos, I'm like, ah, I should have color graded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you become very critical. Yeah. But as far as, you know, learning the actual people probably underestimate how important it is to learn to run a camera too, because you need to understand exposure. If everything doesn't look good, then Mm -hmm. looks are one thing, but after a while too, it's like the more professional everything looks. Oh yeah. And I I prefer to watch. I think everybody does nowadays. Like they aren't going to really watch a video filmed on somebody's iPhone for 20 minutes of them talking anymore. You have to have, you know, top of the line stuff. And it's a lot that goes into YouTube now. And just so different from years ago. And the audio side too is very, yes. I always say that if you, people are walking around outside with their cell phone or GoPro or something mm-hmm. and it's just like wind, you're yeah. like, I can't watch this. I can't this. watch this. Yeah, yeah. for yeah. sure. So going back to the whole Midwest thing, are, do you think it's something you see yourself staying like in this area as far as that goes? I do. I like Florida to Iowa, in my opinion, is like polar opposite between seasons, people. It's just, you couldn't get any di- more different. And I just like the change. I've lived in Florida for so long. And even though the winters are, they're brutal, I'm not going to lie. Everyone tried to warn me and I was like, no, I'm going to be fine. (laughs) And the narrator's like, she was not fine. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I just, I don't know. I think I would stay solely because, you know, his family is here and I've just developed such like a really strong appreciation for the Midwest. Um, But I'm not like opposed to it. I haven't really thought you know, super far down the line, but I do love it way more than the South. So one other thing I wanted to talk about was sort of the whole side of women being involved in like the lawn care thing, which I think definitely the community is growing and there's a place for, for that and it not being just a whole guy thing. So I kind of wanted to talk about that and also why I wanted to come collab with you was just because of how into it you were. And I was like, this is really cool because one, you have a channel and so you know, you're comfortable doing these sorts of things and I right, don't have sure. that part of it, but yeah. also just, I mean, you're making these little chronicles of what you're doing and I just wanted to show that it's not just a guy thing. Yeah. Either. No, I think, I don't know. I guess, it, you know, just the stereotypes, that's what people get so ingrained in. And I think it's cool when women do other things that men typically do. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like Maybe it's just, you know, in today's day and age, there's a lot more acceptance for that. Whereas like, you know, back in the day, you wouldn't see women mowing the lawn, you know, but now it's become more accepted. And I think it's really, especially if you are a single mother or something like that, you can learn how to do a lot of these things on YouTube. You know, like I didn't have, I still don't have a dad to teach me, you know, the types of things that I assume you, um, would teach your child or, you know, something like that. I'd never had that growing up and I still don't. So for me, I'm kind of like self 
okay, I'm going to figure it out myself. And Mm -hmm. I just think that's a great thing for women to know is that like, you don't have to have a man to do that for you. You can go on YouTube and watch her and learn it yourself. Yeah. And then, and we talked about it today a little in our video too, but there's just, there's a lot of basic things that you just can learn. And then it's like, once you know those things, it's not any sort of, yes, you can get very scientific, like learning all the whys behind everything. But there's also a lot of just basics where if you don't want to go that crazy with everything, you can... And I just, maybe it's just me, but I love learning about things I never knew before. Mm -hmm. It seems like such a silly thing, like go mowing your lawn. But it really, from somebody who's never done that before... You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's just a whole new thing. So yeah. for me, I think that's awesome. So in terms of your lawn, if there's anything, um, like what kinds of goals would you want to see with it? Um, anything that you'd really love to to work on, I guess. So, well, your your lawn is my lawn goals. <laughs> it's so great. I mean, even with dogs, it's just top notch. So I think like the color of my lawn, but I know that's, you know, because it's so hot. Um but just having it be super green, I would prefer it to be a little bit shorter, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's doable because of how hot it is. Um, but just like, I would love it to be more even, more aesthetically pleasing, more green. Yep. And those are all, I mean, definite things we can talk about as far as coming back and working on some of that stuff. And that's what I was saying. Like in a lot of yards here, they've been here probably since the house was built. Yes. Like no of the, none of the newer varieties of grasses added, which have a lot better color, a lot mm-hmm. better th- like resistance to the weather and, and all of that stuff. So those would be things I would like to help you with. Cause I think it would really make a big difference in the way that it looks. Yeah. And I mean, my neighbors mm-hmm. are just, they are so, their lawns are awesome. Mm-hmm. And I see them and I'm just like, man, I want that lawn. I could do that. I got to keep up with the neighbors over here. They, they're they on a strict schedule. Oh yeah. Yeah. Two days a week. And then when I see them go out there, I'm like, I got to put my lawn mowing shoes on. I got to yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So in terms of your YouTube thing and how everything's grown and Instagram and all that, um, can you want talk maybe about that experience a little bit and some of the pros, cons, things you've learned with that, because we both experience, I'm sure, a lot of the similar things. I, can't, I just cannot get over the fact that you have hate comments on your channel. <laughs> I just can when you told me that. Yeah. I told Austin, I'm like, you got to listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, you know, with everything, there's pros and cons. And the, the coolest thing, I think, is doing stuff like this. Finding people who are also interested in the same things that you're interested in, where I would have never known about you and vice versa had it not been for social media, YouTube, what have you. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, as it's gotten bigger, you open yourself up to more criticism, to more hate, unfortunately. And there's, in my opinion, there's literally nothing you can do about it because, I mean, and I've had this conversation with other people who also have followings even bigger than both of us. Mm -hmm. And it it just never goes away. And it's kind of a sad thing to think about, like the state of the world, you Mm -hmm. know, and how people treat people on the internet. Because 90% of the things people say on the internet, they'd never say to you in person. So you have to take that with a grain of salt. But I don't know. I just feel like, in my opinion, the pros outweigh the cons so much. It's just you have to kind of understand that once you do decide to put yourself in your life out there, which for me is difficult because I have a lot of lifestyle stuff. It's not just 
here's a tutorial or here's makeup only, you know, like I was telling yeah. you, it's very, it's just life. Mm-hmm. And when you put your life out there, people are going to judge it. They're going to make fun of you for things. They're going to criticize you for things. And you have to be willing to accept that. Yeah. Cause at first I was like, you know, I, I can handle it. I can, ha-. and it's hard. Yeah. It really is hard. It's, I think a lot a of, a lot of people, I get into little spots like that too, where just one little thing yeah. happens. And for some reason it bothers you more than any other time. Every time. And then you just, you're sort of stuck on it for a little bit and everybody will tell you the same thing. Like, just don't worry about it. Don't, but when you're not there, like in that exact moment and then other times you can just tell yourself, like, don't worry about it and it's fine. Yep. But there are times where there's one specific thing. I'd say for me, it's more like if someone just says like, you're a loser or whatever, like you're stupid. Okay. Like they, they're just talking words at that point. They're just being a bully. Yeah. More what I've been bothered by is people coming on, and I'm sure this happens with what you do too because of nutrition and that stuff where people give other people wrong information. And then I feel like a responsibility because it's on my stuff. Like, sure. no, that's not right. Like, and then if they want to argue about it with you, you and then you're argue. like, I don't really want to sit here all day yeah, and argue right, right, with right. you. But like, it's, it's hard, and you have to think especially, I don't think really, and correct me if I'm wrong, but in, in lawn care in general, I don't think there's many controversies. There's more than you would think. Is there? Like okay. just now in terms of fertilizers. Yeah, and, you were saying that about the know, Roundup. Like what is the, you know, environmental stuff and oh. camera died. Dang it. But we can keep going here with this just to end it because okay. I'll, I'll take the audio That's part. fine. As far as that goes, like there's those types of controversies now, but there's also, you know, everybody has their own product lines and things. And then people are like, that doesn't work because they don't like the person or. Yes. Very similar. And I I deal with that as well, especially being involved in nutrition, working for a company. There's a lot of those and people, you know, they like to put their input on things. I like to say that people are feuding and there's a lot of false information. I'm sure there is on Mm -hmm. that side of things. There's a lot of BS out there that you have to kind of navigate your way through. And it's, there's a lot more than I could even that I ever thought with YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I guess I'd say I'd like to, if you want to plug anything sort of that you do, or like if people want to go check out what you're, what you're into, I'd like to at least, you know, have you talk about that a little bit. So I don't even consider myself really a fitness only anymore because there's just so many of them. I have three rescue dogs that I'm thoroughly obsessed with. Um, I do lawn care stuff, beauty stuff, fitness, CrossFit coaching, nutrition. I mean, it's kind of like, you never know what you're going to get when Mm -hmm. you go on my Instagram story. Like what is Manders going to be doing today? So it's kind of a little bit of everything, but I'd say maybe just lifestyle. If you're interested in like lifestyle stuff, um, with a little bit of touch on health and fitness, then, um, everything that I have is under just simply Mander, um, Instagram and YouTube and, um, most recently on TikTok. (laughs) I think, have you gone on to TikTok yet? Not really. I've, I've just uh, been seeing a bunch about it and I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. Another thing to keep up with. I know, yeah. I know. But I have to tell you, it is, you just get lost on there, on mm-hmm. that For You page. Just try, I'll be sitting there and like an hour goes by and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I got to get yeah. off this. But the lawn care on TikTok is pretty cool. I yeah. think you would like it. I should probably check that out <laughs> for sure. But cool. Um, I'm excited to come back and so pumped about it. work on some things. Today, we just kind of came up with a plan, which is it has to be done too, but yeah. it was good to sit down and kind of get yeah. each other's story for all the I audience. I think it's so and, cool. Just like the similarities and the people that yeah. recognized you from my channel and vice mm-hmm. versa. I just think that's so cool. Yeah. 
So thank you so much for sitting down oh my gosh, and answering thank you. a few questions. And of course. Everybody stay tuned for what we're going to be working on in yes, the future. Yes, Manders Lawn Care Project 2020. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, bye.